How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Sunday morning. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman producing the Outdoor Show this morning. It is Jace, our sponsors today, Texan Roofing, Boyd's One Stop, and Mainstream Marketing. All right, weather in Galveston right now, 64 down on the island this morning. And uh, today they're calling for sunny with gusty winds, high of 71, north winds 20 to 30. And then for tonight, a clear sky, low of 59. North winds 15 to 25. And then for tomorrow, a mainly sunny sky, high of 69. North winds 15 to 25. So strong winds for today and tomorrow for sure. That's a pretty good little push of high pressure in here. Looking at tides for today, these are Galveston Channel tide predictions. And we have four of them. It looks like a high at 4.16 a.m. this morning at the Galveston Channel. It's a 1.6. Then a low at 11.03, a 0.5, and then a high at 6.36 p.m., a 1.7, and then a low at 11.32 p.m., a 1.4. 7.21 a.m. is sunrise, 6.49 p.m. is sunset, and our moon phase is zero. We're on a new moon. All right, looking at uh, current conditions right now, they're showing the buoy offshore, 22 nautical miles east of Galveston is a north wind at 25, gusting to 29. Barometric pressure has really risen since yesterday. It's up to 30.08 inches and rising. Uh, air temperature 67, water temp 78. And the Galveston Channel is 65 degrees with 75-degree water. North-northeast winds 11 to 16. And at Eagle Point, it's 65 degrees with 71-degree water. North winds at 14 to 20 miles per hour. Barometric pressure, 30.09 inches and rising. So there you have it. There's the weather. It'll be another beautiful day. Sure feels good. Really nice. And uh, Astros tonight. I know everybody's uh, having withdrawals, but everybody's rested up and ready to rock and roll. Let's do it. All right. uh, Let's get to our phone lines now. Let's go over to the Tri-Bay area and check in with the hammer this morning, Captain Glenn Hammond, see what he's up to. Glenn, good morning. What's up? Top of the morning, Captain Mickey. Yes, How sir. Are you doing? Same to you. 
Yeah, it's going good over here, man. Um, nine, ten miles an hour, I think 11 mile an hour gust. So it's not real bad at the moment. But uh, from what you just said, it's really going to do some picking up here in a little while. Yeah, it man. seems to be blowing harder over this way. That's crazy. The best news about the whole deal is it brought our tides back to normal, even though it's chocolate milk. And uh, it got the mosquitoes pushed back behind the house. Uh, you get behind the cabin, you'll find them. But uh, that was enough wind to push them back offshore or do whatever. It got rid of them, man. That was nice. What a breeze. What a breeze, buddy. Um, we had uh, on Friday, I had some buddy of mine that were fishing in the surf before things got really, really crazy. And uh, they had a 25-inch red and a black tip shark. Now, I don't know, uh, is there a limit on sharks or a size limit Man, on black tip? it's something like one, and there's only certain species you can kill. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, yeah, I'm not much of a shark fisherman. That's what I was asking. No, I'm not, I don't stay up on top of the shark deal. All I know is they're a menace. They're, they've been bad the last couple of years. Eating a lot of, thin a lot them of out. fish. Thin them out. Get out there and thin them out. Get them out of there. Fish eating son of a guns. But anyway, they had some whiting uh, to go along with a shark and a redfish. So had some whiting, but I know they got slapped around a little bit, man. That was that wind was pumping pretty good before the front blew through here. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but it did it did uh, draw the tides back uh, a lot compared to what they have been the last week or two. Uh, really boiled up, but um, pulled them back to normal. Um, I had my neighbor go out yesterday, Captain Brandon, and uh, he come back in. Captain Mickey and looked at me. He said, "Well, I got my butt handed to me today," and uh, <laughs> pretty good fisherman. He knows the area, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not laughing. I'm, I mean, I'm feeling his pain. No, I'm not laughing. Me. Him, just the expression, <laughs> yeah. butt handed to him. I've never had my butt handed to me, literally. <laughs> I know, I know. It's tough. To do. It's tough to do. It was a bad day when that happens. Anyway, uh, they uh, and that was, that thing blew through here. We clocked thirty five, thirty seven miles an hour on my little wind machine, and uh, it probably had gust up to forty, but it was blowing, buddy, when it came through. And you know, we only got point oh eight, just eight tenths of an inch of rain out of that thing. And uh, like 25 drops, it came in. I mean, it's, it rained for about 15 minutes, and then that was it. Here come the wind. Yeah. But uh, anyway, they made the rounds in the bay yesterday. Uh, he had a trip. He had three guys. Uh, he had uh, two guys and one of them's wife. Uh, and I think he took his wife along with him just to help or whatever. But anyway, they uh, they come back with one speckled trout, one speckled trout, and. There was hardly, he said, the panfish, nothing. No hardheads, no croakers, no, they couldn't get baby reds to bite. Not three baby redfish out of that whole day trip. Yeah. Um, three throwback reds, and it was just tough going. They were using, uh, the water temperature was 72 degrees. You know, that's that's cooled off a lot compared to what it, what it has been the last week or two. Right. But, the shrimp that they were using were just these huge monster shrimp that I've been talking about. Uh, it didn't matter though. There wasn't nothing. The damage had already been done when that thing blew through here. You know, he, he, he pretty much figured it, but they had already had the trip planned and the people didn't really want to change their plans. You know what I mean? And uh, so uh, 
anyway, he'll work it out with them. Well, you know, uh, that's kind of the way it is fishing in northern. Sometimes you hit them, which is very seldom, but in other times it's pretty grim. And, uh, you know, yeah, it just you depends on the time of year, too. The, this is the first good blow out of the north we've had so far this year, and it probably kind of had, had things off a little bit. Especially well, where the tides have been, and you know, water exchange and all that stuff. It, there, there's millions of excuses. It, uh, but I've seen it, I've seen it bad in Northers more than I've seen it good. But I have right. seen some unbelievable fishing. You know, when you're at the very beginning of it, when it first clears mm-hmm. the coast, and you're out there, and man, and fish go crazy sometimes. Well, yesterday afternoon, if anybody was looking up in the sky, we had a beautiful butter buttermilk. Uh, I didn't cloud. even have to uh, get up from my nap and go look at that. I just uh, looked on Facebook and I saw all the pictures <laughs> I wanted to, millions of them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and also we noticed this re- weird uh, uh, <laughs> kind of a dim sunlight yesterday, and it was right when that uh, eclipse was was going on. We we pulled out of one of the grocery stores, Bucky's. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna mention no names, but Anyway, there was a whole bunch of people standing in the corner of the parking lot, probably about 30 people sharing this little piece of paper, holding it up in the sky and looking. And I was wondering, why does it, it looks like, not foggy, but it's like, it's like you, it was the brightest day in the world and you took a little lens and put over it and made everything just kind of like we were Yeah, I shadowed. saw the shadow pictures, you know, people mm-hmm. taking pictures of the ground, how funky it looked and. I remember I fished well, I in one of those years ago. We were in East Bay and had one. And uh, Could that have had anything to do with the bite, with that moon being like that? It that could sun? have had, I, you know, who knows, the moon, you know, the eclipse or the, your, well, the northern blowing. I mean, flip a coin. Well, that's one more excuse. We, Yeah, that's one yeah, more that's excuse. That's another one you can in our, uh, put in there. You don't get enough eclipses to uh, use that one very often. Well, they said they never even noticed it, but I did. It was uh, a hue. It was, I don't even know what the word is to put. Uh, it just kind of got shaded, you know, there for about yeah. an hour or so. Uh-huh. It was uh, really eerie looking, man, coming down to the beach. And the sun was out bright as could be, but it wasn't that bright. And uh, we finally figured out what it was after we seen those people standing in the parking lot. But that was kind of cool. Uh, I looked up through a pair, a double pair of sunglasses and my sun visor in the car and without burning the dang, dang, uh, irises out of my, uh, my out, yeah. out of my eyeball, uh, I seen it and it looked like something had took a big old bite out of the sun. I mean, you could just for that flash of a millisecond, it looked like somebody had took a big, uh, just a perfect bite out of uh it was weird i mean you'd have to see it man if anyway oh let's see what else is going down here the bait camps are holding these big old giant shrimp they got plenty of them uh they've got mud minnows uh several of the bait camps already have dropped the croaker deal there are a couple of bait camps that still sell croakers it's kind of late in the year but uh some of them have them and and some don't but the shrimp that you're going to buy down here are really big I mean, abnormally big. Uh, so good luck with that. And uh, I don't think it's going to be the bait. I just think it's a high pressure that we got built up around us right now due to that front and everything changed so quick. Uh, water temperature dropping. It's all good. It's all looking up. Another front. 
another few more temperature uh, degree drop in the water and uh it's going to be on like a chicken bone buddy i keep saying it man it's just uh it's a time of year where you're either going to set on them or you're going to look for them so that's what we do it's part of it um uh, let's see uh like i said our tides are back to normal skeets are gone so things are looking up down here well, i wish uh, they had left my house they didn't right at dusk they come out around my place and they'll carry you off and then then after it gets all the way dark they just disappear you're all right was that front did, they, did that front even um, put any raindrops over there when it pushed through no, by your we house? didn't we we might have got a sprinkle and it wasn't enough to wet the decks down or anything else so Mm-hmm. but we're good to go well i got my my brand new lawnmower sitting down there and no place to go it's so wet i just I'm, i am not putting it out there again i mean it's still <laughs> partial we got we got salt water still standing in some of the yards up here between me and the highway i mean where it came in this past week uh it came way in well it left puddles of salt water and i am I'm not going to drive that thing, my new lawnmower through that stuff. I've swore off. I took about two hours yesterday and put grease and uh, different kind of uh, uh, oil and stuff on, on every little bolt and nut and screw and thread that I could find. You know, anything you can do to preventative maintenance down in this area. Yeah, for, and it's salt. For your, salt your equipment. Air, man. I don't yeah, I don't care if it's a wheelbarrow or a dolly or whatever. I remember all the old timers back in the day that just lived down on the on the beach area, lived there year round. <laughs> Their trucks and cars would just rust out <laughs> to pieces, just fall apart. I, I've had plenty of them. <laughs> they build them a little better nowadays with undercoatings and you know galvanized, you know, right metal. Some of these new Ford trucks, they're all aluminum. Well, I had a trailer flat, uh, and I had, you know, the trailers, oh, shoot, probably going on three years old, and and uh, that's the first, first flat I had, and come to find out the tire was fine. I didn't have to buy a tire. It was a darn valve stem. Uh, yeah, you got to watch these. Uh, mine, I've had to replace all my valve stems on my trailer. It came with nitrogen in the tires. It has the green right. valve cap on it. You'll go that's to right. air them up. You know, to get you all your pressure the same, and then when you pull the chuck off of there, the whole inner part of that stem just flies out and almost takes your eye out. And you got to pull that's it off, exactly bust it down, down, put a new valve stem in it, and run on. Well, I do my uh, work with one of the one of the tire companies. I mean, I do my business with them, so they fix your flats for free. So uh, I got that took care of and got her put it back on and. Uh, I'm ready to roll, gas in the boat, and ready to go. Just waiting for the phone to ring. All right, buddy. Well, hey, throw out that phone number. Somebody wants to uh, hook up with you, Glenn. Come on down and catch some hardheads with the hammer, man. It's 713-208-0683. Happy fun Sunday to everybody, and I appreciate y'all, Captain we'll Mickey. We'll do her. You too, Glenn. Okay, See buddy. you, man. All right, yes, later. Yes, sir. All right, it's time for a break. You're listening to The Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast sports radio 610 presents the outdoor show with captain mickey eastman Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Sunday morning. It's 418 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's run down to Freeport now. Let's check in with Captain Jeff Naylor this morning and see what he's up to. Good morning, Jeff. <laughs> What's going on, Captain Mickey? How What's you doing up? this morning? How you doing, man? Uh, boy, back here on the back porch, feeling this 50-degree weather, I guess he said it is. Kind of cool, uh, and it? Feels good. Wow, yeah, man. This is this is cool, that's for sure. Uh, it's uh, a good a good change in my opinion. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm glad to kind of break that hundred hundred mark, you know. But uh, yeah, little breezy, little breezy. Looking like it might have a few days this week with some with some fishing. We did. Uh, I'm by myself this morning. Uh, Casey's up in uh, Austin with his son, and then uh, Monty's with his daughter. So it's. Uh, it's just me solo this morning, so that's fine. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. It is what it is. Didn't mean to disappoint, but yeah, we got out. And did, we did a little bit of fishing this week. Uh, uh, got to get out and try some of our little state water snapper spots, and uh, caught caught a couple good ones. Got a, uh, uh, you know, thinking that uh, that state water snapper fishing is going to start probably a little early this year. If we can get these cold fronts to kind of coming through like this, I think it's really going to turn them on. 
But uh, we stuck one that was about 15 pounds, which is actually quite surprising. Yes. So it looks like all that stuff's right around the corner, too. Um, bull red fishing here, though, has been uh, dynamite from what they say. I, did, I wasn't able to get a chance to do that. But uh, I guess Sharky and them were catching them over there in Galveston. And then I think probably early last week, seems like Freeport kind of got lit up. So Yeah, it's pretty good all up and down the coast you know them big 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 bull reds there's a lot of yeah tons of them how do you feel about those are you seeing them back Uh, in the back bays yeah we we've got them up our way too way up north you know from the coast they're they're all over the place there's no shortage of them believe me i hear that you know uh from the folks that are dove hunting and stuff in the, in the uh, hill country, they say it's still dynamite. Hey, it's a good time to be in Texas right now, I think, overall. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, Blaine sent me some more table shots where they were cleaning dove last night. One-hour limits for everybody, you know, from 530 to 630. Just, wow. I mean, shoot all of wow. them. Shoot every bullet you got, every shotgun shell. Let That's incredible. Rip. Yeah. I talked to uh, – Case and then went down to uh, uh, Carrizo again, and they said the same thing. It's uh, full of, of, of both white wing and, and morning dove. I mean, just whatever you want. Yeah, and, uh, good mix. Hey, man, ain't nothing wrong with that, you know, uh, especially leading up into deer season like it is. But, uh, you know, we got uh, – I got invited to go to, to Bisbee's to fish the, the last leg, the black and blue. Black and uh, blue? Hey, man. Yep. Yep. And uh, I think I'm going to take it up, man. I've never actually fished that tournament before. Uh, you know, shoot, watch it on TV for years, but never uh, never actually did it. So <clears throat> kind of a late start, but, you know, it is what it is. I think the uh, – When is that tournament? Uh, it's, it's October 25th through the 27th. So it's a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah. Um, three-day deal. We actually have one going on – I think it was Friday and Saturday. Oh, no, excuse me, this coming Friday and Saturday. So I think that's the pre-tournament. I believe it's like a, a tuna tournament or something, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, I wasn't able to get down there that quick. So I'm going to probably fish that latter part. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Is Cameron down there right now? Have you talked to him in a while? Man, James hadn't said. I'm sure he, yeah. you know, if there was a boat he could get on, he's there. Sure. They tell me it's absolutely amazing. You know, once yeah, in a lifetime, a deal. Deal, you got you got to yeah. go down there and try it out. So I'm having to pull some major strings here to to make everything. <laughs> oh, jive, but uh, it's so hard these see. days to drop everything and go do something like that, oh, especially man, for I me. Tell you. It's 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 incredibly hard. I mean, you know, there's really not too many flights left, so that was kind of a a second little uh, issue that I had to overcome. But uh, I don't know, man. We'll see. It's uh, I don't know. Yeah, I hadn't even gotten any reports from there in a while, so or, you know, really even paid attention for that matter. I don't I don't know if they're catching a bunch of fish down there right now or not. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I like the last heard. couple of years, it takes one good one, you know, that one good one's all you got to have because, you know, the qualifiers few and far between. I think it's, uh, they were telling me it's like 300 pound qualifier this year, so 
That's a pretty good one down there. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, man. I mean, that's kind of what we're we're doing for this uh, for the last week and for the upcoming week. This uh, you know, this weather just really not doing very well for uh, offshore fishing, for that matter. But you know, deep deep stuff. I had a couple friends go out there and do some overnight fishing, tuna fishing. They did decent, you know. I think uh, I think the big tuna run will be real close, you know, probably a little early this year if I had to guess. I mean, just the way that they were talking the uh, bait stuff. I bet you, uh, you know, November, early December, if we can get a window, it might be uh, worth getting out there. Uh, no marlin. I haven't heard of any marlin being caught in a I while. I hadn't either. It's been kind of quiet on, on the marlin, on the billfish, but... I, you know, Jeffco did say they've been catching some really big ones out of Venice, you know, when they can get out, you know, like 200 pounders. They're catching some good yeah. ones. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a report I got, uh, I guess, from last week. It was, uh, uh, they were basically saw several that were, you know, in that 100 plus pound range, you know, mm-hmm. skying and stuff like that, but uh, never really did get, you know, had a couple 50s, a couple 60s, but. They saw a few around, and that's a good mm-hmm. sign, you know, right around the corner. And, yeah, uh, I think he said a lot of these are coming off shrimp boats. Oh, really? Is what he, yeah, that's what he told me yesterday morning. Some you know, and I, I was I had a couple customers call last week, too, and they were asking about, uh, you know, uh, fishing. Well, you know, if, if I go up fishing this time of year, it's not much in season. I mean, you only get a couple of options. I mean, uh, grouper fishing. I mean, we can always go out catch fish not a whole lot that we put in the box but um and then really it's shrimp boats i mean shrimp boats still around and uh you know i looked at the at the maritime uh, uh ship finder app and and there was there was still a couple of shrimp boats out there that i mean i was fairly surprised it looks like they're kind of uh i don't know more towards the intersection area and let me tell you i mean october's always been a really good season or really good month excuse me for for blackfin tuna in a little bit closer you know previously throughout the year i wouldn't stop at any shrimp boat that was i don't know 160 foot or less you know depth wise water uh this time of the year i'd stop at anything that was probably over 120 125 mm-hmm. you know i mean it's it's uh they they will get in real close the water clarity you know, going out the other day, of course, we had all that rain a couple of weeks ago. There's a lot of hydrilla and stuff like that out there. Is there? Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, that come yeah. out of some river, huh? Off of Freeport, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if it was coming out of Brazos or floated down from, from Gallison or, or what have you, but uh, there was a lot of hydrilla out there for them. I mean, we went for a little cruise, probably made it, I don't know, 15, 20 miles out, and there was some hydrilla even out there, probably 12, 15 miles. So the uh, – the water here in Freeport, I mean, you could tell was was pretty fresh and close with a couple miles. So uh, we never did make any any kind of blue water or anything. But green water is pushed out pretty good, looks like. So with all that being said, if you're in 120 foot of water and you find some shrimp boats right now and some blue water, oh man, I mean, it could be lit up. You know, who knows? I I tell you what, it's almost worth the run to go out there and try. You know, right now. Yeah, have you heard any swords? A couple. Uh, you know, 
uh, I had a friend of mine that went out uh, uh, last weekend. I think they they caught release two of them, two out of four or something like that. Small ones though, not real big ones. So I did see a, a you know they had posted that they captured and released one mm-hmm. off of Venice. Did you see that where they had tagged one and like twelve years later or something like that they had somebody captured caught it again? It. Yeah. No, I didn't share share a lot of information on it. Yeah. Yeah. These tagging programs, you know, it's all kind of coming back around now, you know. Yeah. uh, I I don't particularly remember what kind of tag that was, but obviously had a lot of information on it, uh, you know, the size that he was previously or she was and all this. And they actually caught it 71 miles, 71 nautical miles from where they, they caught it the first time. So they recaptured it 70 nautical miles. When they picked it up the first time, and and uh, you well, know, you're talking the Gulf of Mexico. That's basically the same area. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, it really is. The it big really pond is. out there, seventy one yeah. miles isn't much. That's it. I mean, I, I you know, I, I was always curious because I've always been told that that uh, swordfish migrate to a degree. Maybe not. I'm not. I'm not sure from like coast to coast or something like that. But you know, from from one sea to the other, but they supposedly they migrate um, down south. How far I'm not sure, but uh, but I've, I was always curious, you know, how far that is. I can never really get anybody to, or, or read any article to kind of definitively say what what that what that migration is. In uh, right. but 71 miles is uh, is not much of a migration. So. I don't know. How's Jeff doing with the uh, – are they they fish a lot for, for um, swordfish and stuff like that? Some of those guys do out of there, but uh, he he doesn't, you know, fish much offshore anymore. He still does a little bit, but uh, not, yeah. not like back in the day. It just seems too, like they – Too up and down, man. You know, he just can't get the days in when he can run bull red and trout drift every day inside. Oh, yeah. No, there's no question about it. There's a, you know, seems like nowadays you see a lot more of that sword fishing as, as a, a day-to-day kind of activity, whereas, you know, previously you really had to go out and just, you know, specifically target, you know, sword fish. And now it's kind of just one thing that's added to a, to a tuna trip or something, you know, and that's cool. That's neat. You know, I hope that, uh, that fishery seems to be very alive and going and, and everybody seems to be pretty hyped up about it. You know, my friends down in, in Matagorda, golly, I mean, they, they can go out and I think they, like I said, they broke a record a couple of years ago. It was like 30 fish in one day or something like that. I remember hearing about that catch. That's just incredible. Yeah. I mean, that's a workout. I'll tell you that. A lot, and they typically those guys down there. They typically like to, to uh, hand reel them, you know. Right. Um, not no electrics, you know. No electrics, is, you know, boy. That's, that's, that's pumping on them right there, buddy. <laughs> 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 that's winching. Let me knock that's this break right. out, Jeff. I'll come right back at you, buddy. Hang on a second. Okay. Here. All right. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. 
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. My Maria. Don't you know I've come a long, long way. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Sunday morning. All right, it's 434 here in the Bayou City. All right, Jeff, we are back, my friend. Back in action. Back, back in, in action. action, brother. Back in action. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Venice is probably going to be a good place to be at, you know, for, for some of those big fish, too, here real real soon. And, um yeah, I mean, as as far as the, the swordfish goes, you know, that's a, like I said, that's been such a huge deal the last few years, and and uh, you know, even down to the folks who are you know make hand build rods and stuff like that. I mean, making rods specifically for the you know daytime swordfish and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's 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 really taken off. I mean, uh, shoot, like I said, I mean, if you can go out and catch thirty fish a day of any thing of that magnitude i mean you know there's gonna be a lot of interest in it and uh we haven't we you know ironically we normally fish at least a couple of times a year and this year we haven't gotten any i I can't actually recall even one one trip in particular this whole summer that we went and uh that a customer wanted us to go take them sword fishing specifically for pretty rare you know it's, it is a little hit or miss. I mean, you know, especially around here, you just, you know, everything's kind of, kind of culminate and have the good current and good wind and, you know, barometric pressure and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, for the most part, we have a very high catch ratio, you know, overall, but, uh, we haven't taken any this year. And, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe that's going to be more of a winter thing and folks, you know, come out of the woodworks to go do that. I think, you know, in all honesty though, it, Overall, though, it seems like it slowed down quite a bit. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I was getting phone calls too, so I guess that must have something to do with it. But uh, yeah, I mean, that those those are some of the funner trips. You know, when we when we take uh, clients out to go sword fishing, we we do some sword fishing in combination with some deep drop stuff. So you know, there's always something to do. 
Um, right. They can get really boring just sitting there looking at that rod, you know, or bumps or whatever. And so we'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll spend, <laughs> I'll spend yeah. a few hours doing that and then go try something else, you know, some D-drops, tile fishing or something like that. And, uh, you know, we have a great fishery for tile fish and a lot of bottom fish, barrel fish and stuff like that off of, uh, over here at our hilltops and some areas out there by the, by the, uh, swordfish grounds. Most of them are, you know, real close to each other within a mile. So, um, we can normally do pretty good with those. We've, uh, we know November's a good month. Sometimes you'll get, uh, you'll get that week to two week lay down with no fronts you know you just get that real stable stretch of weather and the yeah. gust flat is calm every day and that uh that can work in y'all's advantage too if you can get one of those yeah. stretches of weather that'll help yeah i mean it should be nice now we haven't been fishing in, i mean you know aside from us going fishing on friday it was uh man i haven't been offshore in, i don't know almost a month i mean it's been like dead slow i don't hardly you know i hadn't hardly got any phone calls probably i don't know maybe two or three in the last three or four weeks i mean it's been real slow yeah it has things have slowed up a lot of instability in the market right now i tell you it's terrible i mean luckily our you know we've got some work here in this area for you know the construction guys they're they're not doing bad you know, it seems like it's going to start tapering off here real soon. But, uh, you know, man, I just hope and pray every, everything kind of lands on its feet. But, yeah, I mean, people are just not spending money right now, which is, uh, you know, understandable. And uh, I tell you what, it'd be, it's, it's a good time to, to be like a bull red fisherman or something that's, a, yeah. you know, less costly, I guess. Yeah, affordable and uh, lots of action right now. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I've you know we I've had those that set of Hondas uh, for sale since the beginning of summer, and man, I've had some people come in and want to take them and everything, and now it's just completely dead. There's nobody even looking at them really. I had one guy call me up a couple of weeks ago that Fernando sent me, and otherwise, I mean nothing. I mean not a peep, and. uh Boy, I'm sure hoping that that kind of comes around. They got those new 350s, and I'm dying. I want to go put a set of those on the back of the boat Uh-oh. so bad. But yeah, <laughs> what do you what do you yeah. run three? Well, I'm doing trip uh, two fifty three two fifties right now. And, right. Uh, I think the I think the consideration is putting going to twin three fifties. Twin three fifties. Yeah. Yeah. They say they're, you know, they have like a power band in them that, that, that torque, really that 700 horsepower is nothing. When it gets up and you're on plane, plenty of power does what you want. You know, it's a, it's just that getting up and going that, uh, that, you know, that horsepower really helps you with. And supposedly these, those 350s have like a, a, you know, some sort of a power band or something like that kind of push you initially up and, and get you on plane real quick. So, the new 350s, the design, supposedly, the, they're going to fit well, just twins on that 36. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, Fernando was telling me the other day that uh, they're coming. They're basically, they're, they're in manufacturing. You know, they have stock of them over in Japan. You know, they were kind of forecasting for them to come over this way in January. And 
the European market bought up a big share of them. So now yeah, I saw probably, that word, you know, Europe's getting a bunch of them. Yeah. And so it looks like, you know, it may be in that March range or something before we actually start what do seeing they know them over about here. fishing. We need those engines over here. <laughs> <laughs> I hear it. I hear it. I mean, it was a, it was a pretty big deal a couple of weeks ago, you know, I definitely, uh, yeah, I watched that video of a water test on those 350s. Man, I cannot believe how quiet they are for a 350 oh, yeah. horse engine. Just, just a purr. Yeah, and they're they're bigger actually. You know what? In overall, I think they're around 800 pounds, and the uh, the ones I have on now are close to 600. So, or 750. I'm sorry, they're around 750. And then is the that ones what the 250s weigh? 750. Yeah. Well, well 600. Not, yeah, you mean the 250s are 600 and then the 350s are 750. About 750, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, well, you drop 600 pounds, so that'd give you, uh, you'd be 450 pounds lighter in the back with twins versus yeah. the trips. Yeah, and, that, and that's significant. That'll help that's your whole shot right there, too. It really will. It really will. You know, the the only the only bad part about that is, you know, when you have that three motor setup, the bolt holes where they're at, you you'll have to spread the two. You can't you can't put right. you know two in the outer holes. You know, you got to kind of separate them a little bit. So I got to do a little more fiberglass work and patchwork on the back. A little and, alteration there. No big yeah, deal. Especially for you after redoing that whole boat. How did how good your <laughs> boat hold up all year? Man, overall, really good. I was extremely surprised. Well, I'm excuse me, I'm not extremely surprised. I was, I didn't, I didn't know, and uh, actually held up really well, extremely well. It, uh, you know, it's still shining like a diamond. Uh, I highly suggest that anybody that has that kind of issue just go ahead and do it. I mean, there's no question about it. Um, it, it did lighten the boat up quite a bit, which was, uh, you know, as far as performance wise was was a real big deal and uh you know i think it took a little bit more rigid and well i know it is i mean and and that's you know that's definitely helped quite a bit too so uh people just yeah. don't realize what a beating boats you know those hulls and all the everything stacked on them takes in offshore conditions you bet oh i see people all the time come and tell me i mean you know and they don't know that the throttles down to the pins every time. And I'm like, look, man, you know, those boats, fiberglass, it's made to flex and it's made to take a beating, you know, but it, anything you beat to death, it's going to fall apart. I mean, there's no question about it. And, yes. uh, you know, so if if you take your time with them, you're going to end up the last, just like anything else. But uh, I can tell you with the, with the great deal of honesty that, you know, when I tore mine apart, I could see it. You know, the cra the stress cracks and stuff like that that were starting to come about. Um, yeah, I mean, and you go through there and gut it and take, you know, fill in a lot of the, that stuff. All of a sudden, that boat becomes more rigid. It wants to act. It wants to turn and kind of do its thing a little bit better. You know, I guess you could say. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, it it was a different boat. I mean, and. I got to do a lot of other things, like I said. I mean, I made a hard top. You know, I made a fiberglass top where it was canvas before and, you know, changed up my electronics and added some things and, you know, ran all new grounding wires. So, you know, overall, though, the electrical, the, you know, everything about that boat, you know, has 
greatly improved, and I didn't have to mess with half the stuff I normally do that throughout the year. So it was costly, uh, you know, and I just had a conversation with this uh, to another guy over in Surfside Marine the other day is, you know, how much does this stuff cost? I dropped um, I'm probably about 50000 into that 36, mm. you know, with everything I did. To completely and, go through uh, it like you did. You to went complete, with new, new fuel it. tanks, everything. Everything. I Four. gutted that sucker. Yeah. Yep. Floor, you name it. I, I ripped out all the le- electronics. I mean, all the all the wires, everything. I I was. Man. I wanted about as new of a boat as I could get, and uh, so and I did about ninety percent of the work. So I mean, if you had somebody else go and do that, I would imagine you're going to be in the seventy to eighty thousand dollar range. You know, it was a lot of work. I mean, a lot of work. Yeah, I was guessing. I was leaning more towards a hundred grand turnkey. You know, with the labor and all yeah. that. That's, and that's not far fetched. I mean, that that could be a that's very big real money number. for working men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of charters, man, to make all that back up. It's, you got uh, that right. It is what it is, but you know, hey, I mean, you know, if you do that once every ten, fifteen years, it you know, sure beats that got to go and buy a new one. I mean, they're still high. The boats are still outrageously outpriced and you know, overpriced, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, uh, just to say boat. outright, like the boat you're running now, if you had to go back, go out and replace that with a brand new one, how much money are you looking at to replace what you got now? You'd be in the 200 range. Yeah, if, you know, easily. Low well, 200s. I was thinking about 250. Yeah, I mean, you know, with the new motors and everything. I mean, yeah. Right. It's it, and and really, in all honesty, and and I I looked at that uh, uh, scenario several times. Yeah, you go out and buy a two hundred thousand dollar boat comparable boat and you're still going to put another twenty thousand ten thousand something in it you know fixing it up getting it right you know all that and uh you know so you might as well just just retrofit yours do it right be done with it man party on for another 10 years and save you a hundred grand (laughs) boats are just not i mean gosh i'm still seeing bay boats for you know, $120,000, 150000 I, I mean, it's, And interest rates are up. I mean, you know, financing a boat right now, it's big money, man. Oh, dude, I can't imagine. I mean, the, the mortgage rates are like 8 8.5%. I can't imagine a boat loan probably 10 oh, I'm sure they're leaning up 10 11%, you know. Jeez. Depends on yeah. how good your credit is. But I heard now they're giving boat loans for 15 years and stuff or 20 years. Really? Yeah. I mean, that's about the only way people can afford it. I mean, it's just, you know, still outrageous. I'm, yeah, but after I keep you pay it off, that... I mean, look what you spend on that boat. That's crazy. Oh, I know. Oh, you'd be upside down. You no, know, you'll never get, get out of it. It's worse than auto loan. Yeah. It's it's not <laughs> a great time to get into the business, I'm sure. Which, you know, when I, when I started in on the offshore business, too, it uh, – you know, I was kind of thinking the same thing. It's not a real good time, and I guess it's never a good time. You just got to do it if you're going to do it. But. You just got to man up and do it. I went through it. I was starved to death for two or three years, man, before I got <laughs> my business going and my name established and all that. And that, yeah, I think it was easier back then because there just wasn't a – well, and there wasn't a demand for guides back then like there is now. I mean, really, look at all of them that we have. 
man, when I first started, there wasn't, there was just a handful of us, you know, that were doing yeah. it full time. And it, uh, you know, there wasn't much competition, but a lot of people didn't book guides back then. Now right. they do. And it's, yeah. Time's changed. Yeah, they have. I mean, it's a different uh, world. They're like convenience stores. There's one on every corner now. <laughs> you know, we, we specialize uh, in, in going deep water stuff. I mean, and, and I think we've kind of carved out a, a little bit of a niche. It was the one thing, and I tell you, the only reason why I chose to do that over anything else, well, two, that's what I enjoyed doing for one. I wanted to always go out and enjoy what I was doing every day. But two, you know, there was less folks that went out because it, it is not as profitable to do that kind of fishing as it is, you know, closer in, right. know, whatever. And, you know, it was tougher coming up. I, I, you know, looking back on it, I think it was a lot tougher to find my clientele and stuff like that. I really had to outreach and, and, and throw a lot of deals out there and, and you know, fish a lot showing pictures of what I was catching out there and stuff like that in order for me to, to grow that customer base. And, you know, I'm glad that I did now. I think I suffered a little, a year or two more than what I had to, if I would have mm. chose a different, you know, way, but I'm really glad that I did, you know, um, we still enjoy it, you know, we go out and have a lot of fun doing it. And, uh, ultimately I think I have some very loyal customers because of it. You know, those folks that come with me every, every year, I'd say 70% of them are returned, you know, they're close well, that's friends. What, that's what keeps you going. Like you know, it would, uh, yeah. if I hadn't had a clientele base, like I had all those years, I would, I would have probably given it up. Yeah. You know, oh yeah. You just get burned out. But when you get your regulars back and, you know what to expect out of them. They've become good friends over the years. You just uh, you look forward to it. That's what gets you out of bed every morning, keeps you going. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, and I guess the added benefit to it is, you know, there's a ton of species, too, that we catch up there. So, you know, mm-hmm. uh, folks that have been with me four and five and six years, you know, they come with me this year. Hey, we're going to go catch something we hadn't tried, you know, before, stuff like that. Well, right. they've caught everything. So I'm not having to impress everybody. I mean, you know, I I always want to go out and impress, but I can go out and we can just have fun. We can go try to, you know, they want swordfish. We go try swordfish. If we don't catch sure. one, nobody's upset about it. That's okay, you know. And and so yeah, I mean, moving forward, I think is is uh, we're, we're really going to concentrate on trying to keep those core folks and and not try to kill ourselves so much day in and day out. So. I mean, let's just hope and pray that the, the summer, this coming summer, gives us some real good weather because I'm not going to be the, the guy who gets beat up anymore. I say that every year, but this time for real, I'm not getting beat up. We're going to go, we're going to be a semi-fair weather fisher, you know, group, I hope. So, <laughs> yeah. we'll, see, we'll see how that works. That's the game plan anyways. But, uh, yeah, for those guys, for anybody who's, uh, you know, wanting to get out and about, uh, I would say for the next month or two, start stopping at some of your closer spots. I know that there's a, a down Matagorda Way and Sargent, there's some, some uh, what do they call them, pyramids, these, uh, right. you know, natural reefs that Texas Parks and Wildlife put out there. 
probably going to have some state water snappers, some good ones on them. You know, they come in, they spawn. Now, with that being said, last year they closed down uh, state water snapper. I want to say it was in the month of December. I think they opened back up in January. Yeah, so, it seemed like it was, yeah. Something like that. Maybe they closed mid-November. I'm not sure. But they closed for a little window, and I think that you're going to you're gonna probably expect to see that um, closure happen again this year. So, you know, don't hesitate. Don't wait too long because you might not have the opportunity. But uh, the ones that you're going to see in there close, and if you can get to the right spot, you're going to have some real big snapper to catch. And then, uh, you know, as far as going up the coast here in Texas, we have some, uh, you know, there's several spots over here in, off Freeport that you can go. There's some uh, closer rigs that are just south of the Freeport jetties that they do pretty well on. There's a whole group of uh, pyramids that they put in about four or five years ago right off of San Luis Pass. And I'm fairly certain I was looking up the maps before I got on here, and I wasn't able to definitively say, but I think there is some of those clusters of pyramids that are in state waters. There is some in federal waters just off the nine-mile line. And then moving down to to Galveston Way, I mean, uh, there's a couple of spots I know Texas Parks and Wildlife Reefs, I believe, that are basically in between St. Louis Pass and the in the Galveston jetties that uh, have been known to have some good fish on them. It really doesn't take much. I mean, some of the spots that I fish over here in Freeport, they're really micro spots. I mean, just, mm-hmm. I mean, like a rock or two, just little bitty ditties. Right. You know, that's it. And, uh, you know, boy, I tell you, those those fish will get, they'll get covered in them, you know, and, and, uh, and a lot of times I go up there and I'm, I'll fish that ditty, and depending on how the current is or something like that, just like anywhere else throughout the year, they'll be 100 foot off of it sometimes. So I go up there, I'll I'll start a drift, I mean, you know, 100 foot, two or 300 foot above that ditty, and then drift, try to try to drift over it and drift past it three or 400 feet. So, and uh, you know, you sometimes you find them way off of it, you know, or something like that, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, if, if you guys, anybody's wanting to go out and do some fishing, I highly suggest go try some state water fishing. There you go. Man, and, and and the red snapper really is not not the only thing. I mean, you know, they're catching a bunch of mangroves here in the, in the uh, harbor and stuff like that. They'll push out a little bit. They'll start catching some of those while you're out there. And, you know, it's it's real weird, you know, state water fishing like this is uh, uh, one day you go out there and you're catching, you know, big snapper and the next day got there and it's covered in bull red they kind of pushed the snapper out for a little while mm-hmm. and they you know so you just really never know of course you go out there and catch a bus sand trout too so you <laughs> but uh yeah i mean that's kind of our mo for the next uh month or two hopefully get out and get a little bit of big water fishing in but i don't know and then the busy's black and blue i might be calling you and doing a show from busy though there in cabo go. We'll, uh, uh-huh. we'll we'll get Just hooked up. Yeah. We, we Maybe I'll go find you. Find if your phone's working, uh, Jace will find you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's good. He's good. All right, so, uh, Jeff. Well, hey, buddy, if somebody wants to get hooked up with you and uh, catch a weather window here coming up in the near future and want to get out, how they get a hold of you, man? Yeah. Uh, give me a call at any time, 979-417-1013, or go to our website at stsladventures.com. And look, if you need some Honda 250s in excellent condition, you call me up. I got a set. I'll make you a heck of a deal. <laughs> I know you will. All right. Let's get 
get booked up and go out with and nail them with Naylor. <laughs> we can do that. <laughs> All right, Jeff. Thank well, you, hey, man. you have a good Sunday. Good talking to you. Go Astros. Yeah, brother. I know you're an Astros too. fan, exactly. so. Oh, Tonight's big time. I'll be up late. That's it. All right, Game one. Got to win it. All right, brother. See you, man. All right. All right, that's Captain Jeff Naylor down in Freeport. It's time for a top-of-the-hour break. We'll be right back after these messages. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.